I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, episode 40. That's pretty good. 40. Wow. Man. Uh, that's a... I don't know what to say. Uh, anyway, I'll say this. We, a number of weeks ago, had a conversation here in studio with a pair of commissioners from Uinta County. You know where Uinta County is? It's, uh, if you get on, uh, what is it, 40 and just head east, go for a ways past uh, Strawberry Reservoir, you're going to lose cell reception for a while there. It's kind of a nice break, uh, a little unplug. Um, anyway... You keep going, you're going to pass places like uh, Duchesne, Roosevelt City, uh, and you'll ultimately end up in Vernal. Out there, that's Uinta County. Well, two of the commissioners were here in town, and they joined me in studio to talk about something that they had just recently passed uh, as, as a county commission. And it was an ordinance declaring an ordinance. We're going to get to the distinction between uh, ordinance and resolution in a moment. Uh, an ordinance was passed in Uinta County declaring the entire county, a sanctuary, a Second Amendment sanctuary county. Now, what does that mean? <clears throat> First time in Utah, it means that out there in Uinta County, law law enforcement will be prohibited from enforcing state and federal laws which are deemed to be in violation of the Second Amendment to the Constitution. If it violates uh, the Second Amendment in Uinta County, law enforcement will not Uh, enforce that rule. In fact, what it does very specifically, it criminalizes the enforcement of laws, state and federal laws, that violate the Second Amendment. Now, what is this all about? Uh, It is not the first time we've seen this in the country. It's the first time we're seeing it here in the state of Utah, uh, but it is something that's been happening uh, all across uh, this country, 400 municipalities, so that's counties and cities, 400 of them across the country so far to date uh, have passed either ordinances or resolutions that would outlaw the uh, enforcement of uh, state and federal laws that violate the Second Amendment. <clears throat> now, uh, real quickly, the difference between an ordinance and a resolution. In Uinta County, they passed an ordinance that is a change of law. It changes the way laws are enforced and changes the laws that are on the books. A resolution is very different, uh, and it is also being used to communicate to communicate uh, a will uh, on the part of the county not to enforce. So it's just it's just communicating will. And you hear about this often. Resolutions are an interesting thing. It is a way for a legislative body to express its attitude and to give members of that body the opportunity to either support or publicly uh, denounce a certain attitude. You see it uh, in Congress out in Washington all the time. You see it uh, almost daily here at the Utah State Legislature. It's a, it's a very common thing, uh, and county commissioners and county councils do this uh, fairly regularly. But uh, in Uinta County, it's an ordinance. They've changed the law. I'm going to go through in a moment, and I'm going to share with you what other counties here in the state of Utah have done. Before I do that, though, I want to remind you of uh, a bit uh, some of the rationale behind uh, such a move like this, specifically in Uinta County, and likely to be the case here across the state of Utah. It's 
more a matter of not what is out there looming in our state. In fact, frankly, if if I could be sure that Utah would retain the character it has now, I'm not sure it would have been as necessary. So that was Commissioner Bill Stringer who spoke with us here. Uh, he's from Uinta County. He's saying there that this is more in an effort to safeguard ourselves against what could be instead of what is now. You understand? So in Virginia, say, uh, a short time ago, out there in the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Democrat-controlled legislature, along with the governor, made it known that they would be taking tougher action on firearms, including uh, there'd be universal background checks, uh, there would be red flag laws put into place, and uh, there were individuals, uh, municipalities out there in Virginia, declaring themselves to be Second Amendment sanctuaries. Now, uh, here in Utah, the, the commissioners like uh, Bart Haslam and Bill Stringer out in Uinta County who joined us, uh, they said, we just wanted uh, the world and the state and this nation to know that here in the county of Uinta, uh, we are not going to tolerate uh, overreach of that kind. Now, when I had that conversation, they also let me know <coughs> Excuse me. They also let me know that there were other counties here in the state of Utah, not that had uh, expressed any uh, like willingness or support or anything like that, but rather they wanted to know what Uinta County was up to. And so I was told there were a number of requests from other counties of the commissioners out in Uinta County to uh, just see the text of this uh, of this ordinance. And so I thought, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reach out to all of these counties and just see if they have had an opportunity to read the ordinance that was passed out by Uinta County, and after that, if they have made any decisions or if they've taken any action. And I was very, very grateful. Uh, Utah, the counties of Utah are uh, managed by wonderfully responsive commissioners, uh, folks who take uh, inquiries like mine very seriously, and they very quickly got back to me and let me know exactly what they're up to. So if you wouldn't mind, for the next few minutes, I want to walk through various counties in the state of Utah, and I'm going to tell you what they're up to in terms of this Second Amendment sanctuary either ordinance or resolution now uh, i pointed out the difference between an ordinance and a resolution because you're going to see uh, both words used as i share with you the responses from various counties some are want, some are following exactly the example of you went to county and working towards uh, an ordinance and some are looking at resolutions and they've got some rationale for that so here uh, we go i spoke to uh, emory county commissioner wilson let me know that the county attorney is drafting something to be discussed at the county next commission meeting uh, on Tuesday, tomorrow. There have been some discussions thus far, and there were discussions at the last meeting, uh, but tomorrow this uh, measure, which was being drafted now by the county attorney out there in Emory County, will be discussed tomorrow. Uh, moving on to Washington County, uh, Commissioner Iverson tells me that many citizens have asked the commission to pass something similar to this, and in an email, the commissioner said, quote, uh, all of us county commissioners are what you would call constitutionalists and take our oath of office to uphold the Constitution very seriously. We might consider a declaration in the future, and we do support other counties doing it. As a county, we are investing in public shooting ranges and encouraging our citizens to exercise their Second Amendment rights. So uh, the the message I'm getting out of Washington County is they may do something like this. Uh, They stand uh, ideologically uh, in lockstep with the other counties that are doing this. Uh, And in addition, they encourage uh, the folks there in the county to 
uh, to exercise their Second Amendment rights. Not not necessarily definitive that they were going to pass uh, either an ordinance or a resolution like this, but that's the info out of Washington. Box Elder County, some good folks up there. Box Elder County Commissioner Hadfield and Scott, they both sent me a note letting me know that they are looking into something similar. Uh, oh, also uh, Commissioner Summers, Stan Summers, you know him? Uh, a big, exciting guy. <clears throat> some thought he might run for Congress. I think he let us all know that he was going to stick around and uh, continue serving as Commissioner in Box Elder County. Anyway, up there, they're looking at something similar and uh, this is an important note they are working closely with the sheriff's office to ensure that something like this uh, be acceptable to the sheriff as well as the rest of the county so you got to understand the sheriff really needs to sign off on this if it's going to happen uh, oh shoot I have run out of time I, there are about six other counties I want to share with you uh, I'm going to take a few moments in the next segment to, to get through the rest of this list let you know what the rest of Utah is up to regarding declaring themselves sanctuary cities and then I'm going to tell you about something fascinating I stumbled into on uh, my tax paperwork over the weekend. Interesting. Stick around. Next up here on Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.